how to write an informal email is just as important as writing a formal one. Imagine you receive an email from your bestie. Super stoked, you open it. It reads, Dear Sam, I would like to inform you that I shall be in town this week. It would be of interest to rendezvous at a predetermined location should your schedule permit. Please apprise me of your schedule so that we might coordinate a mutually agreeable time to meet. Best Madison. Um, what? This is clearly way too formal and distant to be an email from your BFF. Let's fix it, shall we? Learners, Mary Daphne here of myexplaining.com, where we believe social skills are the key to the good life. What's the good life? It's where you call the shots, you have a crew you can count on, and you're on a mission that you care about. So if you watch my lesson on communication channels, which you can check out right here, you'll know that I'm a big fan of email. It's great for both the professional context and the intimate communication context. But that flexibility can also make it a bit challenging. It means that you need to tailor the style of your email to match the context. Professional contexts typically call for a more formal style and intimate contexts typically call for, you guessed it, a more informal style. This distinction can be nebulous, but fear not. Today, I'm giving you strategies for writing an informal email to a close friend, family member, and whomever else makes the cut for your inner circle of trust. We're going to break it down into three simple parts, greeting, body, and the sign-off. Let's jump into part one, the greeting. All right, here's a multiple choice question for you. Would you start your informal email with A, salutations, B, what up, C, dear, or D, hi. If you said B, you could probably get away with it if you're writing this email to a close friend. A and C tend to be too formal. D, on the other hand, hits the sweet spot. Hi is sufficiently informal, yet still pleasantly polite. Make sure that you include their name though. Otherwise, it can feel a bit impersonal. Starting with hey can also work here, but be mindful of the age of your intended audience because sometimes hey rubs people of older age groups the wrong way because it can come off as a touch abrasive. And what about omitting the greeting altogether? Well, unless this is someone that you email very frequently, I'd advise against it for the opening email because no greeting can be perceived as a little bit abrupt. Now, that said, for all subsequent emails in the exchange, I'd actually recommend omitting the greeting to sound more conversational and less stiff. Okay, so for the first email, include the greeting, and for all the emails that follow it, just leave it out. And if you want to go the extra mile, one of my favorite things to do is to follow the greeting with an inside joke. 
that immediately establishes the intimacy you and the recipient share, and it shows that you put a little bit extra thought into it. Moving on to part two, the body. This is the heart of your email. In the body, you want to make it clear what the email is about. So before writing it, think for a minute about the purpose of the email. Are you looking to catch up with your friend? Do you need a favor? Are you scheduling an outing? Or are you just sharing something of interest? Now, whatever your intention, be explicit about your purpose at the outset. This gives them some context for what they're about to read and avoids any potential confusion. If you're extending an invitation, Avoid just sending empty requests to hang out or catch up or do coffee. Instead, make it easy on them by suggesting a few times or windows of time that would work for you. If you're meeting somewhere, take the extra step to vet a few options and suggest those. That just makes it easier on the recipient and it avoids a bunch of unnecessary back and forth. It also shows you're serious about meeting up. Also, in my lesson about how to invite friends, which you can check out right here, I mention the importance of giving the person that you're inviting an out so that they don't feel pressured by any means to accept your invitation. So definitely revisit that video for strategies on how to politely invite them and not making them feel badly for turning you down because it happens, no sweat. Another pet peeve is that if you're sharing an interesting article or video, be sure that you read, watched, or listened to it before sharing. Titles aren't always a good indication of what's inside, right? So if you don't vet the content first, you might end up sending them something that is a complete waste of their time. <laughs> if you're in a rush and you must send it before vetting it first, then be sure to warn them as much. You could say something like, I didn't get a chance to read this yet, but I thought it might interest you. Because that way, they at least know that it may not be worth reading closely. Let's move on to part three, the sign-off. So in this last part, we need to talk about how to end the email. This is not a one-size-fits-all approach, but the key with the informal sign-off is to make it personal. You know, I feel like nowadays, everyone's closing their emails with, best or thanks. And you know, I'm guilty of this too, but I do try to keep that out of my informal emails because it just doesn't feel personal enough to me. Now, if the recipient is an immediate family member, a significant other, or a best friend, it can be as simple as love, XOXO, or anything that shows that you appreciate them. If you're not into that lovey-dovey language, which I totally understand, simple and lighthearted works very well too. So anything like, ciao, see you soon, or pumped for it, 
But an even better sign off is one that you come up with right on the spot. Something authentically you, be it heartfelt, witty, or just plain goofy. One strategy for that is to think about how you would part with this person in person. Would you kiss, hug, clap hands, or bust out a special handshake? Try to reflect that in your words. Now, you be the boss for this one because you know your audience best. If it's warm and personal, you are golden. So there you have it. A few pointers for writing an informal email. So to recap, the first thing in your greeting, your best bet is hi and the name of the recipient. And feel free to include a funny inside joke or some personal phrase here. Number two, in the heart of the email, make sure the purpose is clear and shows that you respect their time by doing some advanced planning or vetting. And number three, as for your sign-off, assess the level of intimacy you have with this person and close the email accordingly. Try to make it personal because it'll put a smile on their face. Now that you know our strategies for how to write an informal email, I'd love to hear what you think. What strategies do you use when sending an email to someone that you're close to? What are some ways to avoid getting stuck in an overly formal and serious tone when you're not trying to be? Share whatever is on your mind with us in the comments below. And if you loved this lesson, which I sure hope you did, please be sure to let me know. You can give this video a thumbs up on YouTube. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to join our tribe of explorers so that you never miss a lesson. And if you ring that bell, you'll get notified about each new lesson every week and our weekly live streams. Email this video to a friend or coworker who also wants to supercharge their social skills. And you know, while we're at it, feel free to share this video with your Facebook friends as well. And remember, the write-ups of these lessons are always available on our blog over at myexplaining.com blog. So with that, have an awesome week, Explorners, and thank you so much for joining me. And I will see you next time for your next Explorning lesson. Happy Explorning! <laughs>